Hey there, you're listening to the How To School for Health Coaches. I'm Julia Sarver, and I created this podcast for health coaches who know they want more. Listen, I've been where you are, excited about building something special, but not sure how to actually make it happen. That's what this podcast is all about, showing you the step-by-step process for launching and growing your thriving coaching practice. It's time to tap into your potential. Let's get into the episode. Hey there, health coach friends. This is Julia, and today we're talking self-care. Now, I know you probably love self-care as much as I do, and I know that you also know that self-care goes beyond a bubble bath and eating the good chocolate. Self-care extends into our lives in all kinds of ways. If we want to be really, truly healthy, we know that we have to pay attention to how our bodies feel. We have to notice that when certain things we eat flare something up that maybe we don't want to eat that thing anymore. We want to pay attention to the quality of our water and how much water we're drinking. We also know we have to pay attention to our bodies and how they move and do we need to stretch and when's the last time we got up a good sweat and are we exercising in a way that works for our body. Not to mention relationships, spiritual growth, personal growth, and even sleep. All of these things work together holistically to help us be healthy. So I know you know about that, but I'm wondering, have you thought about the kinds of self-care that your business might need? In today's episode, we're talking about self-care, but I don't mean for you, I mean for your business. And this is a concept I was discussing recently with a client, and I realized it's such an important topic for us to discuss as a community, which is why I'm bringing it to you today. Your business needs as much self-care as you do. And self-care is really what keeps your business healthy healthy and growing. So there are four key themes that I think translate easily from self-care in our personal lives to self-care in our businesses. So first, Consistency matters. We all know this is true. You can't just eat the kale once and declare yourself healthy. If your body reacts to gluten or dairy, you can't cheat and expect there not to be consequences. You can't just run two blocks and declare yourself ready for a marathon. The same is true for your business. You know that you talk to your clients about consistency. Like I was saying, they can't just eat the salad and then say, well, why haven't I lost the 20 pounds or why am I not sleeping better? You have to keep doing the same things over and over and showing up for yourself to get healthy. And you have to do that for your business too. Posting about an offer once, doing one Facebook Live or sending one newsletter is not going to build you the business of your dreams. My guess is that deep down, you probably know that already. And I'm here to tell you that consistency makes a huge difference in what's happening in your business. Take stock of where you aren't being consistent. Be honest with yourself. Step back a little and pretend that you're your own client. Pretend that your business is your own client. Where can you be doing better? And know that when you start paying attention to that, you're going to start showing up better for your business and your business is going to perform better for you, right? Consistency matters. 
Uh, theme number two that we can pull over from our work with our clients and into our business is you have to know your numbers. You would never let a client get away with telling you that they don't really know what they eat or how much they sleep or that having high inflammation markers is no big deal, right? What about if they said they were scared of the potential results to their blood or allergy tests? What would you say to them? You would say knowledge is power, right? You would say that thing is happening in your body, whether you're aware of it or not. And when you become aware, when you take that next step of learning, you are going to be able to know what you can do next. So why are you doing the same thing to yourself in your business? Yes, I said it. I know you know that you need to be paying attention to these things, like how much you're spending each month, how much you're earning each month, and what the difference is between those two numbers. But let's be honest, are you actually doing that? I know you know you should, but are you? When you know where you are financially, when you know how many followers you have, when you know your newsletter open rates, when you know your sales consultations closing rates, then you can have that base understanding of where you are. And when you know where you are, you can decide where you want to go. But if you don't know where you are and you refuse to look at it, well, that's really, really hard for you to create the business that you really want. And if you know that you would never do that with your health, you would never ignore your blood test results, you would never ignore um, the consequences that your body's experiencing, then you know that you need to start applying that to your business too. So you really want to do the work of knowing your numbers. And if that totally freaks you out, okay, freak out for a second, but then put on your big girl panties and go find out. Go take a look, even if the only thing you do is open all of your bank accounts once a week and start looking at them. Start there, but then keep going, get better, start paying attention, start noticing where you're overspending, start noticing where you missed an opportunity, start noticing if you have some invoices that are not paid yet. These are the things that are going to make a difference, that are going to get your business going, and this is a piece of self-care that's really critical for your business. Okay. So self-care idea number three, the theme, the third theme that we can bring over from our personal lives and from our health coaching is that intentional planning sets you free. So even if you're like alone, raise your hand if you meal plan or raise your hand if you uh, plan your exercise or raise your hand if you uh, purchase your groceries intentionally, knowing that the food that you know doesn't support you, but you really love that you just don't buy that because you know you're not going to have that at home. That's intentional planning, right? I know I do that. And when I do, it's because it helps me stop thinking about um, having to manage all those little things. I know that my week goes better if I plan my workouts in advance so that when I get up early, I'm not having to search around on the Peloton app, which is my favorite way to work out, and figure out, like, what am I doing now? If it's planned in advance, I'm ready to go and I'm not wasting time. Same for meal planning. Meal planning forces me to take stock of what I already have on hand. It reminds me to check the freezer and it helps me see what I still need to get at the store. So how can we meal plan for our businesses? First, by figuring out what you already have in place. So that's step one. Look at what's already working. Are you really good at sales con consultations? Do people almost always sign up with you when you invite them to a conversation? Awesome. If that's what you have going for you, then you just need to start looking for more people. You need to start keeping your eyes out for other, for the next people who you can bring into that conversation. 
Once you know what you do have, then you need to pay attention to what do you need to create. So if we know, for example, like I was just saying, that you're really good at sales conversions, then what you need to create is a system to bring people to you, right? You need to figure out how you can find those people, where can you meet them, where are they hanging out? And then you also need to figure out where do you need more help? That's the third piece of this. Where do you need to learn more? Where do you need to take a class on list building? Where do you need to take a class on, I don't know, starting a YouTube channel? Something that's going to pull new people to you. And once you know all that, then you know how to free up the rest of your day. Like just like meal planning, you wouldn't cook and eat all the meals you've planned for a month in one night, right? That would be really weird if we did that. It's the same for business planning. Sometimes we think that we have to have every piece of our business put into place in the next like three days. So if that's you, I want you to take a step back and really look at it like meal planning. On Mondays, we eat this. On Tuesdays, we eat this. It's going to take you some time to work through all of it, but plan it. Put it into a place in your calendar so that you know it's coming. If you commit to working through your to-do list for a month, you're going to find that you're going to have so much more time and clarity at the end of those 30 days. And if you're like me, if you're someone who works for yourself because you just want that freedom to decide what you're going to do with your time, trust me when I say this intentional planning piece is absolutely critical for building that long-term Uh, freedom that you want so much, that long-term time freedom, energy freedom, all those things that let you do what you want to do when you want to do it, having these things planned out, that is really what sets you free. Okay, so that's theme number three that we brought over from our personal lives and into our business. Okay, theme number four. So let's get real about self-care. I don't know about you, but I'm getting kind of tired of seeing self-care, especially the self-care that's marketed to moms. That's like, make sure you take a shower every day. Come on, a shower is just basic hygiene. Moms should not have to be counting that as, and I'm doing air quotes, self-care. I really think that's garbage. And I also think that just taking a bubble bath and, you know, girls night out, those things are lovely. Those things are amazing. I do both of those things. But sometimes, self-care has to go deeper. We know that real self-care goes beyond a piece of dark chocolate. It goes beyond glasses of red wine. It goes beyond nights out with our friends. Real, true self-care includes meal planning, like we just talked about. It includes paying attention when our bodies don't like something we're doing, whether it's running, whether it's yoga, whether it's eating peanuts. Whatever the thing is, we need to pay attention if our body's saying, hey, that doesn't work for me. Real self-care is paying attention to our personal finances. Real self-care is asking our partner for what we need. Real self-care is setting and holding boundaries with friends and family. Sometimes real self-care is not very fun. Sometimes real self-care is setting things up so that we can have more support going forward, but setting ourselves up for that can be painful and hard. And here's the thing, that can happen in your business too. I have certainly had periods of growth in my business where things did not feel comfortable. 
I've had to have very hard conversations with clients and with people on my team. I've had to have hard conversations with my husband. Sometimes self-care for me and my business looks like me getting up at 4 a.m. on the weekend and going to the coffee shop to work on a project before our day starts. That doesn't happen very often anymore, but I've certainly had periods of time in my business where I was going through tremendous growth and I was really just trying to keep all the pieces pulled together. So I had to push myself in a way to get to that next goal. That is what real self-care is. Yes, bubble baths are awesome. Yes, just binging Netflix can sometimes be great. But then we also have to do that bigger work of, why am I so unhappy? Why am I in this life that I keep trying to escape from? What in my business do I keep trying to do that just isn't working? Where do I need to look at myself and see that I'm the problem? I'm raising my hand right now, but you can't see me doing that. I'm raising my hand to say, this is me too. I have to look all the time at myself and, sit and just admit, I am the bottleneck in my business. And it does not feel good to admit that. I don't want to admit that. That doesn't make me feel happy. That is just the reality. I am sometimes the bottleneck in my business, and it is actual self-care for me to set aside my ego. It's self-care for me. But it's also really good for my business for me to set myself aside and just say, you know, I need to do this differently. And, and I'm part of the problem in this moment. Painful, but important, right? And then I'm always glad I did it when I came out the other side, just like this deeper, um, more significant self-care. Okay, so I want to go through these four again. So these four themes that we pulled from our health and wellness work that we know how to do. If you're listening to this, you know how to meal plan. You definitely know how to schedule your exercise. You know how to do all this stuff. You know how to show up over and over. You know that you have to eat the kale every day. Consistency matters. That's number one theme. Consistency matters. You have to keep showing up for what you want. Theme number two is know your numbers. You need to be paying attention to this stuff. Are you putting out the same thing and no one's signing up? there's a problem. We got to find the problem. Are you sending an email and no one's opening it? Well, we better look at that problem too. You really do have to know your numbers just like in your, in your coaching practice or even for your own life. You pay attention. You'd be paying attention to, am I eating the things that I know support me? Am I sleeping the hours I need to sleep? Am I drinking enough water? Same thing with business. Am I doing the right work? Am I doing the work that's working? Do I have more learning here to do? And then the third thing is intentional planning sets you free. So again, just like meal planning, freeze up your mind. Planning when you're going to do certain things in your business will also free up your creativity and it'll also keep you from getting into that spiral of, I don't know what to work on next. Plan it. Put it in your calendar and then stick to it and adjust as you go. Just like you probably didn't get meal planning perfect the first time you did it, you will have to do this a little bit and you'll have to plan, but then you'll get there and you'll feel, you'll feel like you're learning as you go, which is exactly the point, right? Um, that's exactly how health is. And that's really what a business is like. There is no finish line. You are going on the journey and you're doing the best you can. Um, while you're while you're headed toward um, the next level, but it might not have a finish line. And then the fourth piece of self of um, uh, theme that we're pulling over from personal self care is that 
real true self-care isn't all bubble baths. There are some hard things we have to do, some hard personal work we have to do. It's always worth it. It's almost never easy, but it really matters if you're wanting to build a business of your dreams. And I want you just to take a minute and like let this sink in. My hope is that as you've been listening to this, you've been nodding along, whether you're washing the dishes, whether you're out for a walk with your kids, like hopefully you're hearing me and seeing these parallels. And if you can see these parallels, I want you to really listen to me right now. Stop telling yourself that you don't know how to run a business. You have the skills you need. You've already learned them by taking care of yourself, taking care of your family, um, and even by taking care of your clients. You have the core skills needed. You just need to translate them. You need to translate them into how these show up for your business. You need to understand how to use these four themes to build community. You need to understand how to build these, use these four themes to build your client base, to pull clients in, to continue working with people, and to grow your reach. So stop telling yourself that you don't know how to do it. You do know how to do it. You just need to start pulling it over. Um, and I would love to know, come find me on social. My, um, my social handle is The Confident Health Coach, both on Facebook and Instagram. And let me know what you think about this. Like, do you see these self-care parallels? Is this something where, as I'm talking about it, you're thinking, oh, wow, this is really landing for me? Or are you like, Julia, this makes no sense. I have no idea what you're talking about. I also want to invite you to hit a little bit of an easy button. At the, the very first thing we talked about was that consistency matters, and I really believe in that. And I know that for a lot of new health coaches or even established health coaches, getting out content can feel just overwhelming. Like it feels like it's too much. So I've created a free resource for you. It's called 52 Newsletter Ideas for Health Coaches. If you send a weekly newsletter, this guide gives you an entire year's worth of ideas. So it's free. It's been super helpful for tons of health coaches who sign up for it. And I really would love for you to check it out. You can grab it at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash 52 ideas, or you can go to our show notes. It'll be linked there. You can find the show notes at um, theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash zero three. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Take a minute to let this sink in. Take a minute to think about all the places where your business might need a little bit more self-care from you, a little bit of a push to get to that next level. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I am all about um, connection and community. So like I said, come find me on social at The Confident Health Coach and let's talk about it. Let's figure out a way for you to start implementing these self-care guidelines that I know you already know and start using those in your business. Thanks for listening and I'll be back next week. See you then.